Hariyom, and welcome to Live Vedanta, Parenting Culture, a podcast series that explores how we can apply Vedanta, the science of happiness, towards all our relationships. This podcast is for all caregivers who want to nurture relationships. So this applies to all parents, parents-to-be, teachers, uncles and aunts, and grandparents. The content for the upcoming episodes are from the weekly parenting culture community, and specifically the discourses by Sri Vivek Gupta, the spiritual guide of Chinmay Mission Niagara. If you've discovered this podcast independently, please check out the show notes for details on how to join this virtual community of caregivers. It's now time to listen and learn. and greetings from Niagara Falls. Do you remember when you were 10 years old? Long time ago, correct? Decades ago, and I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> I've been interacting with a lot of high school students and middle, middle, middle school students of late. And they've helped me to reflect on when I was in middle school and high school. And I feel when I was growing up, I didn't have that many choices in terms of food to eat or places to go and so on. And now when I listen to middle school students and high school students, they have so many choices in terms of foods and places and technology and classes and extracurriculars and learning arts from all over the world. And the more choices there are, the more there's a natural propensity for competition. The more choices, the more competition. And who has to keep up with all of that? We do. (laughs) It's not about them, this is about us. (laughs) We have to keep up with all of their choices and competition and so on. Parenting culture, and this is our final class of our first formal semester. Parenting culture is an opportunity to slow down. In parenting culture, I consciously try to speak slower, have more pauses in between my thoughts. When we slow down, we're able to step back. If you reflect on your day-to-day, more than 90% of it would have been implementation. We have to do this and do this and do this. Why? That stepping back is missing. If we slow down and step back, then we can see more. That's so obvious in a physical sense. The same applies in a mental sense. So parenting culture is where we slow down, step back and see more for us to come to see 
that parenting equals practicing. Parenting is not to raise a child or care for the younger generation in a certain way. It is practice for you. Practice for you to be better. Practice for you to be happier. This is the seeing more part. There's karma yoga, bhakti yoga, jnana yoga. There's parenting yoga. <laughs> That's what this culture is about. The Bhagavad Gita has a focus on jnana, which in English means to know. And Sri Krishna is encouraging Prince Arjuna to know that he is, he is more than who he thinks he is. Prince Arjuna thinks he's less, and so all that he has to do overwhelms him. And Sri Krishna's guiding him to feel that he is more so that all that he has to do is manageable then. And already that's happening for those who are in meaningful mornings. The verse that you explored this morning shows how Prince Arjuna is ready to manage his challenges. He needs more training, but he's growing and being ready for this. When we are more then we can do more. This is counter to how secular organizations focus on efficiency. Theirs is always on do more without accounting for being more. The sacred narrative is if you are more, you can do more. The investment is unique. What we are doing this year what we are trying to know more on is a focus on values. We know of values. We know values. But to know these more, to know these so well that it's natural to live these, then these become virtues. And as I shared many times last week, being virtuous is the requirement to be joyous. If one is not virtuous, one cannot be joyous. So coming back to the main thought that I've shared thus far, parenting, a synonym for that is practicing. And parenting is hard. We all know that. And if I understand that this equals practicing, I have a better balance of self-forgiveness and self-challenging. I challenge myself to be better, happier. The two verses <coughs> that we recently explored, shaucha. Shaucha in English means diligence. I've already shared thoughts on this, but I'll share a few more. 
the more organized one is, the less dirt or dirtiness there is around one. The more organized one is, the less mess there is around one. Now, if you think of your workplace right now, and some of you are sitting in your living room or your library, if there's a lot of stuff around you, let's say dishes and blankets and papers, and now you compare that to that not being there, how is your learning experience different? It is different, correct? When there's more of that neatness, you feel lighter than more open. Right before I joined all of you, I had a meeting with our parenting team, but I did it downstairs. And now I'm upstairs because I just came back from Kansas City and downstairs is not so tidy. And I know all of you as parents won't care, but I feel that I think better and speak better when there's more of this organization. Now, one point related to this that we have to really reflect on. The ends is what is important and not the means. The ends is to feel light. Now, if one becomes so hardcore about everything being clean and neat, if that's making you less lighthearted, then you've focused on the means and not the ends. Understood. So undoubtedly, shaucha is important. Being diligent, being organized is important. But remember to keep the ends in mind. Then, styria, which means commitment. Commitment. Whatever utility we know of, we are committed to that. If we don't know the utility of a certain direction, a certain profession, a certain invest investment, we're not committed to that. You analyze that for yourself. If you are not committed to a certain direction, it's probably because you don't know how you're benefiting from that. Some of you, as an example, you're part of parenting culture, but you may not attend a pure Vedanta class because the utility is clearer for you here. And for others, it's the exact opposite. So if you want to be more committed in a certain way, let's say to exercising or waking up early, reflect on the utility. Generally, they say make a, a pros and cons list, right? Just don't add the con section. <laughs> Just put the pro uh, section on that. And you'll be more committed. Mm. The greatest utility, as I shared in the happiness series, is to be happy. The greatest utility is to be happy. So whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you independently joyous, try to be clear about that so that your commitment only deepens and becomes natural. All of the other utility that comes into our lives it's temporary. But the utility of happiness, it facilitates all other utilities. 
Let me give you two examples before I go on to our final value for this year. Humility is known to be the value that adds value to all values. Humility adds value to all values. Now, if I remove humility, suppose I tell all of you, I'm so hardworking and the most efficient person I know. You know, being hardworking and efficient, they are values, but see how humility is not there. So it takes away from that. But if one is humble, then all of the values one has are accentuated then. One is hardworking, one is efficient, but one is, that they're quiet about it. It's even more beautiful. Then. Now take this to happiness. If you're happy, food tastes better. If you're happy, decisions are made more effectively. If you're happy, you understand your child or whom you're caring for more. Yes. So I'm coming back to knowing the utility makes you committed. The greatest utility is being happy. And finally, for 2022, vinigraha, which in English means direction, direction. For those of you who have Bhagavad Gita with you, the fuller term is atma vinigraha. Atma here means one's relative self. Body, breath, mind, it doesn't mean spirit. The spirit doesn't have a direction. The spirit is infinite, okay? Just for those who are reading Bhagavad Gita, technically. Before I elaborate on this, I want to give you a visualization. Okay. Close your eyes. And I want you to visualize a lake. A still lake. Everyone can see that in their mind. Now visualize that a gigantic boulder is dropped in the middle of this lake. Then what happens? That gigantic boulder creates waves. And these waves eventually start to hit and lap the shore. Lake, boulder, waves, shore. Keep visualizing. Now I'm going to change the words. The lake is your awareness. Expansive, unchanging. The boulder is the ego. What does the ego then do? It creates these waves, which are the equipments, the intellect, the mind, the breath, the body. And where are these equipments going? 
to the shore, which is our experiences. When awareness is disturbed by the ego, it pushes the equipment to create more experiences. You can gently open your eyes. Did that visualization make sense? <laughs> what I essentially am trying to share with you is that our equipments are created extrovert. Our ego is extrovert. Obviously, it's pushing us away from the spirit. So then it pushes the equipments away from the spirit. And the equipments are being pushed towards experiences, more articles, more beings, more circumstances. In this whole scenario, we are being controlled. We are being controlled by that same ego, the same equipments, the same experiences. And so Sri Krishna is sharing here to Prince Arjuna to know that you are more. He's sharing with us that we are more than just caregivers. We are to practice, to push back on our experiences, our equipments, our ego. All of this is in an extrovert direction for us to push back. That's what direction means. Pushing back we tend to use the word higher in self-development. But in this visualization, I want you to imagine or visualize you're pushing back towards the deeper. You're pushing the equipments back. You're pushing that boulder down so that that lake is just awareness again. How can one be more directed towards the deep at a thought level as you go about with challenges of being a parent. Your mind is dominating you. Why me? Why doesn't anyone listen to me? And so on. You push back against that. How? At the thought level to understand and appreciate that you are a child also. You are a child also. When we remember that we are a child also, our minds become more quiet. That I'm trying my best, but I'm just a child. There's another parent who has a greater responsibility. My divine parent. At the word level, when we're tending to those who are younger than us, often they use words that are not pleasant. They could be mean words, curse words, whatever it may be. It's being, we're being pushed outside. Pushing back means speaking positively. That it doesn't matter what kind of words are pushed at you. Your pushback is that you will speak positively. Definitely not swearing, not reacting that if you, you said this to me, then you're like this. If we can't control ourselves to just be quiet, then. 
And at the action level, we are being pushed out. We are being controlled by comparisons. What someone owns, what someone's doing, where they're going on vacation this winter, how a child is behaving. And us pushing back is not comparing as much. Not comparing as much. And here, really, what I mean is not even looking at all of these choices. As soon as you look, then that becomes a reality. If you have a dentist appointment tomorrow and you're waiting for the dentist back in the day, you remember they used to have magazines. <laughs> now when I go through airports, what I liked about going through airports back in the day was people would buy newspapers and leave them there. So I'd always pick up free newspapers and, and just read them. But there's no newspapers anymore. <laughs> it's not as fun to travel. <laughs> and my point here is that if you look at a magazine, what's going to be in those magazines? So many ads for this and that and this and that. That's what I mean by an action level. If you see it, you give it a reality. And then comparisons. Comparisons about what you have. Comparisons about your parenting. Push back against that by making that less of reality. My final thought, I hope I was clear about the visualization of being controlled versus being directed, how to direct at a thought, word, and action level. The simplest way to encompass all of this is sleep early and wake early. We become the worst when we stay up late at night. And then that just carries on into the morning and that whole day becomes the same then. But if you want to be someone who's practicing direction, you sleep early, you wake early, and you feel healthy. I'll share more in our dialogue. Pausing here, our team will now facilitate the discussion, and I'll be here for our dialogue. Want to join Parenting Culture Live? Good news, we have the information on how you can attend in the show notes. For those on the journey of self-development, my Mission Niagara provides a community forum to listen, reflect, and contemplate. And this podcast is produced by Evolving Adults of Chinmay Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. For more updates on what's happening in the Chinmay Mission Niagara community, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at CM Niagara. But until next time, inspire, love, be.